Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Frying Pan Podcast, your favorite pop culture podcast. It's me. Um, you know me. It's him. It's uh, Daniel Paniel Sear. How's it going, my guy? Uh, good. And I'm here with my good friend and my co-host. It's the Robert Cranberry D'Onofrio. How's it going? Uh, good. Great. Phenomenal. Never better. Never better? No, definitely been better, but that's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Same, because I got some interesting stories. (laughs) Well, hit them with with it. So, yesterday the 30th was my birthday. We're recording this on Wednesday. No, yeah, we're recording this on Wednesday. You'll find out why. So, yesterday was my birthday, and my parents were like, hey, let's go out to eat. So, I was like, cool, I want a steak. So we went to Dakota's. It's like this pretty, pretty okay steak place. More or less, I just like the decor. It's very log cabin-y feeling on the inside, mm-hmm. it, which I feel accompanies meat quite well. So I'm like, Mom, what should I get? And she's like, oh, I don't know, go big. So I'm like, well, what does that really mean? So I get a 16-ounce prime rib. And I'm like, all right, this, this is great. And with my meal came a super salad. I chose salad, and I guess I ate something at the salad bar that gave me a pretty annoying allergic reaction. So my throat wasn't quite uh, swollen, and like I could breathe. I was I was doing okay for a while, and then my tongue just swell up. Like I had no movement in my tongue, so I was just struggling to get out words had to go to the you know the 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 hospital or whatever got two shots both located in my rear end which is not my finest moment because honestly it was like i'm sitting there and obviously i can't speak so when he turns around and goes we're gonna stick this in your glutes uh sorry sorry robert i hope you don't mind we had to put two needles in your butt cheeks uh exactly so got got a shot of steroids and benadryl and thankfully the reaction or the reaction stopped spreading so i didn't need to go and get epi or anything like that and um basically i just had to deal with a swollen tongue for the majority of the day yesterday so yeah great great day for me honestly yeah sounds nice sounds like a nice birthday yeah, it, honestly, it was uh, it was great up until that point. Got to see my dad, just had a normal day of just chilling out. And then I just I just had to eat healthy and go with the salad bar choice. Yeah, it's kind of gross of you, to be honest. I, you're, I always thought you were better than that, but it's fine. Yeah, you'll, so you'll long grow. story shorter, uh, I don't know what I'm allergic to. They don't know what I'm allergic to. And I'm just going to hope it's not something that I frequently eat. Maybe it's lettuce. Maybe it's like that episode of Drake and Josh where um, when Drake stopped eating junk food, he had an allergic reaction to it. <laughs> but anyway. uh, yeah, so uh, that, it, was, it, was, it was fun. That's good to hear. I'm glad you had a nice birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, minus the, the big thing. I mean, tongue. I didn't. I didn't die and my throat wasn't like on like the it was more or less just like will my throat start closing was the scary part but it didn't so honestly wasn't that bad yeah I guess it just wasn't your time yet <sighs> unfortunately yeah when some you lose some yeah honestly <laughs> should, 
the go- doctor should have went to go get the shots of mass, but like, nah, I'm good. I'll sit this one out. Yeah. Uh, you can give it to whoever's next. Uh, I'll I'll wait. Yeah. I'm in the great, hole. Though, cause, whoever's cause on deck. There, my mom was freaking out because like we we pretty much had to talk her out of like, nah, an ambulance is good. We don't need one. We're good. We're good. Nope. We're we're just driving. We're good. <laughs> so she of course whipped there at like over the speed limit i'm sitting in the back just like all right now i'm car sick too mm. yeah well it's like oh we can get an ambulance and i'll get you there quick and on time and then you'll get a bill for three thousand dollars um yeah. yeah the hospital was right next door actually so but but the wee woo is nice yeah the wee the wee woo was cool we appreciate the wee woo um oh oh sorry wait no the ride was three thousand dollars if you want wee woo that's an extra ten grand uh sorry don't know how to tell you that Jeez, and for and for another fifty thousand, you can go for a ride in the wee woo copter mm, the wee woo copter <laughs> dude i got like i don't know what it was this morning i woke up i'm still feeling like shit but i feel like god like had a paddle labeled like mega depression and just kept beating the shit out of me oh yeah yeah mental game not strong today but we'll persevere you want me to come over with Gotham, and you can just you know you know pet pet the cat, because you know that that should carry you, right? Well, I do right? have my, well, I do have my cat. So yeah, but two cats at once, dual wielding cats. Dual wielding cats, that is true. Uh, two is better than one in that scenario. I would agree. Yeah, and like Gotham's so small in comparison to your cat. I mean, honestly, you'd just be like one in one one in like seven seven fifths. Wait, that's I'm, not right. I'm I'm sorry. One point <laughs> seven. I'm. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I meant to say seven point five. Like he, he's definitely more than half a cat, but he's not a full cat in size. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I was at my my uh, Grammy's house, and I'm not gonna lie, she's probably had this cat for like six years, and I've only seen him in like passing. Mm-hmm. And he jumped out from where I was sitting, like under it for the first time and i got like an actual look and i was thinking like wow this cat looks like a mountain lion next to mine <laughs> like holy shit i'm thinking like every cat now is just gonna kick mine's ass well it will for now but when your little boy gets bigger it'll be all good that's the thing he's his full size he's going on too yeah get bigger gossip i love you he you just like he, I think he heard me talking to him because he like abruptly stormed into my room, stared at me, and then ran out. <laughs> what you say, bro? What you say, bruv? Huh? Oh god! Huh? Stop. You don't uh, like bruv? I hate bruv. Hey, let's let's jump into some <laughs> topics, okay? Yeah, I, I'm cool if we have a leisurely walk into them. Nice. Uh, my first topic <sighs> of the day is the um, my favorite Sonic movie that's coming out that I'm really excited for. Uh, a trailer was released yesterday, and uh, words cannot describe how just beautiful it is. It's honestly a cinematic masterpiece, and everything negative I said about this movie up until this point, I can go on record and take back. Yeah, um, like for example, we we saw Endgame on Saturday. Uh, Probably doesn't even compare it to Brit- like three minute trailer. Not even in the same ballpark. Like yeah. Endgame, which we're gonna talk about Endgame and Game of Thrones later, but we, we yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> it it could not have been any worse than I would have imagined. 
I was genuinely surprised how just fucking terrible it looked. Um, Jim Carrey's Eggman, though, I do like just because it's kind of it's literally like he's just playing the mask again. But he's a Dr. Eggman now. Mm. It's eye opening. How did I just like seeing him back on the big screen? Yeah, I love I just love Jim Carrey. So I think that's good. But um, yeah, it wasn't working. The the whole it seems the whole plot is Sonic went too fast and knocked out all the power, and now the government doesn't like Sonic. Um, they gotta get him, but Sonic's too fast. Well, or well, here's one thing: Sonic's riding in the side of a truck. Why? Okay, yeah. I, so in the trailer, if you haven't seen it, I recommend you go and watch it. But if not, eh, honestly, you're not losing anything. But the main like thing is, is he's like, time to go fast or whatever. Gotta go fast. He goes too fast, which somehow causes a power surge across the whole U.S. Now, I'm not mathematically inclined, but I'm sure the amount of force generated to do that from, you know, movement has to be astronomically high right um also uh, in the like the first scene in the movie you could catch him on a radar gun and he's going 700 miles an hour 700 miles an hour is not gonna fucking nuke the u.s yeah but at the same time he was going fast enough to where mi- like ballistic missiles were getting launched at him for him to basically stop time have a conversation with himself and have a Actually, not that bad music sequence while dealing no, with the missiles. No, fuck that. Why do you have Gangster's Paradise playing for Sonic? I, it I'm doesn't... sure they didn't want to spend... Look at the animation. The budget's clearly not that high. They're not trying to purchase music rights. Then just take, like, a fucking song from, like, eight, the 1800s and slap it in. Get it? Gangster's Paradise makes no sense being there. Literally zero. Yeah. <laughs> Eh, I mean, I, I think I've seen, like, weirder songs get attached to movies you, before. You know, honestly, I think, like, a Logic song would have made perfect sense to go with that. You think Logic <laughs> Logic probably saw the the, the, the first poster and was like, nah, we're good. And they're like, ah, oh, shit, we're gonna have to go for a dead guy song, huh? Yeah, no, Logic probably saw the poster and he was like, dude, please play my song. <laughs> It's like, dude, uh, you really don't like Logic, do you? He tries too hard. He's a fine guy. His music isn't bad, but he tries too hard. But that's entirely unrelated. I'm just saying, a Logic song over that would have been... It would have made sense. Yeah. A lot more than Gangster's Paradise. Okay, yeah. That's sure. I So, yeah, back on Sonic. So there's this guy whose actor's name I can't actually remember. He plays a cop from the town that Sonic travels by the uh, speedometer at, and he catches him. And he's a cop, and he's investigating, and he kicks open the door, pistol in hand, and he sees Sonic. Sonic's like, meow, insert slapstick comedy laugh. And he shoots him with a dart gun. How, how, what, what police officer is like, expecting a criminal and he's like got a dart gun yeah that, that one thing? no that, that, that one weird. didn't make sense and he had he had like the flashlight underneath the gun and like a very tactical position i'm thinking like okay i think wouldn't, wouldn't sonic been able to have gone like fast enough if he wanted to to like you know not get hit i'm pretty sure the door was open he could have just i imagine 
Sonic would have walked out at the speed of light. And but oh no, he's breaking he's breaking sound barriers. Oh, it's it's just it's amazing what like people will do for cash grab for movies these days. Okay, yeah, that's true. But honestly, like I I'm sure like okay, I know the plot's obviously not going to be that good. But you already know there's going to be like a Reddit post or some forum post online that's like think of all the inconsistencies with Sonic speed. And I'm like that's like the case with every character that can move very fast. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to like uh question the logistics of the Sonic universe, but I'm also curious how are you going to bring the logic from Sonic into the real world and make it make sense? <laughs> I think that's my only gripe. Also, Sonic Whoa. looks like a fucking freak, and I really want to know who designed him. <laughs> it, that man needs to it, be fucking... It's like if you somehow had like a spandex superhero costume and like combined it with a fursuit. It's, li- it's literally just a furry... Like I, I am. Oh, you know what? Like it's like the Chuck E. Cheese like costume. It is. Almost. It is like the Chuck E. Cheese mouse. Like, did you Chuck E. Cheese commercials? They used to have the mouse, but he was like lifelike and he jump around. That's what he looks like. Maybe that was the inspiration. All I yeah, know, they like rebranded to like a skinny mouse. Chuck did e. they? Oh well, they also recycle their pizza, so it's just Chuck E. Cheese is downhill. Yeah. And Sonic is okay. Honestly, Sonic was never good. I mean, my, a lot of people mis- like the games for their simplicity. Yeah, Sonic was or, never okay. good since the, like, first one. Eh, I don't know. I think the games are fine. Like, the one where, the Sonic game where you're essentially, like, the old Sonic and the new Sonic and you're going through all the years. I think it's Generations. Yeah, Sonic Generations. Like, that was a banger of a game. Soundtrack was great. Everything was fine. Was I, I, honestly, it's just, it's not like... It's it's one of those like game series that's fading, you know. It's also like the game basically plays itself, so you're not really doing anything. You just gotta walk up to the Ooh, thing that'll bounce you're... you and launch you. As a Mario player, I don't feel like you should be saying that. Because hmm? essentially, they're they're the same form factor of style where you're just completing a platform puzzle. Oh, I know, but I'm also saying. Sonic is literally like there's times where you could just take your hands off the controller and the game will complete like a third of oh, the, yeah. a third of the place for you. At oh least yeah, there's definitely automaticos. Yeah, at least with Mario, you're you're jumping around and you're going through the little tubes. Huh. I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm, uh, ju- I'm I mean, just a I'm Sonic hater. To say it's good. I'm just, <laughs> Maybe you are. I'm just a Sonic hater. I think that's what it comes <laughs> down to. It all started with the Sonic and Mario at the Winter Olympics, huh? Dude, that game was so fucking stupid. <laughs> but it literally had everybody is the weird part. Um, Actually, that reminds Did you ever play the Shadow the Hedgehog game where he has a gun? No. Yeah, there was a Shadow the Hedgehog game. I, I played it on the PS2, and Shadow's got a gun, and he's got to, like, stop a portal from hell from releasing demons. Uh, it's like it, it's devil may cry but with shadow why why not i guess is my rebuttal i don't okay. know man yeah. sure sure actually it just hurts my soul anyways okay. that's sonic you got anything that's you want sonic. to talk about bud um there's a few things i could talk about 
Hit me with them. What do you got in mind? So, I don't know if you saw in the news lately or while browsing. A lot of like places are trying to switch over to more uh, recyclable and environmentally conscious containers. So, there's like, uh, I know a lot of places for straws, they're looking into switching over to like the, the faux cardboard ones or yeah paper there's some laundry detergent brands that are switching over to like some kind of cardboard corrugate container for uh their detergents that have recycling or instead of plastic sorry which is really cool i was reading the post about that and all people were talking about was like how much the straws suck if you leave them in there for too long they degrade and all this shit and i, I just think that's such like a petty thing to gripe about also I just I- you thought i have never because i use paper straws nine times out of ten i've never had a paper straw just disintegrate in my drink yeah like like if if i'm using a straw it's gonna be for like a period at like of three hours max maybe i don't know how long you're sitting there uh like just waiting to drink your drink until the straw degrades Mm, but like exactly drink your shit um I mean, I am all for, like, any alternative we can have to, like, plastic or anything that'll be more environmentally mm. friendly. So, whatever yeah, it takes, man, I'm on board. I mean, I know it's a small thing, but honestly, I'm going to start taking part in uh, declining straws at restaurants altogether. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, granted, I already don't use them, so it's not really that big of a loss. <laughs> yeah, I was but... going to say, actually, <laughs> every time we go out to eat, you just take the straw out. And I'm like, I don't know why you guys think that's so weird. No, I don't think it's weird. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it. Yeah, I don't think it's weird by any mean. I just think it's like people put the straw and they just drink the straw because they feel obligated. Nine times out of ten. That's okay. Yeah, that, that that's fair. I mean, I just hate like like give me a straw for a milkshake or one of those fruity drinks or anything like that. But straws and water or like straws and soda are just aren't needed really, in my opinion. I think for soda, it's fine. So you don't get as much of the bubbles for someone that doesn't like carbonated drinks, such as myself. Okay, yeah, I guess, but still. Yeah, hey, that's, that's fine. That's that's a fair, that's a fair statement. Yeah, you're entitled to your opinion, and that's you're okay. You're entitled to your opinion. Thank but you. But anyways, I just think it's a cool thing that uh, places are doing, and I'm just having trouble sympathizing with the people who are like, but it's degrading in my drink. Like I, I. I mean, I guess if, like, it showed, like, them just dropping in their drink and, like, 15 minutes later, it's just, like, trying to sip a Starburst wrapper, but... Uh, Then I'd say get one of those metal straws that people bring around to restaurants or just don't have a straw at all. Mm. I don't know. I'm sick of people complaining when, like, good things happen. There always has has to be a bad spin on things, and it's like, why can't we just, like, be okay with it and move on? I was going to say... um. If your argument is I don't want to use paper straws because they melt off in my drink and I know it's going to help the environment, then you're just being ignorant, I'd say. Like, the alternative is they're metal straws. Metal straws are fine. You can reuse them, too. Go for that. Plastic straws? Don't need them. Don't feel like killing sea turtles. Not my cup of tea. Don't know about you. That's my take. That's my hot take on... um... I respect it. Thank you. I'm you. I'm glad we're on the same page. So, uh, there, there's some other stuff I want to talk about. Okay. As far as, uh, like, just kind of, like, cool science-y stuff that I've come across. hmm One of those things is, for all you <laughs> insomniacs out there, <laughs> a 
like I'm trying to say like single ladies or something yeah. or you're like or well, all you men out there all you all cute you hot people who can't sleep ever yeah all you people who see sleep as hell because it takes you three hours to fall asleep or don't feel like you ever get rested anyways um people have found this study comes out from i actually don't know i think it's the netherlands institute for neuroscience anyways there there's a link between cringeworthy mistakes embarrassing blunders that people have done in the past and uh sleep deprivation from insomnia so I guess insom- the thing about insomnia is it's it obvious like you you kind of should know what it is if you don't it's like uh you either have like trouble falling asleep or like you never go into that deep REM sleep where you get most of your actual rest from it comes mm-hmm. in a lot of different variants the point is is like it's kind of been like an enigma where we don't exactly know where it comes from like I say we, but, you know, I'm not a scientist. But we don't know exactly, like, where in the brain it starts. And this new research shows that it actually could be a problem with the neurons in your uh, parts of your brain where emotions fire. So, basically, the link is is that it could, insomnia could be some form of uh, emotional imbalance in people. It's It was actually a pretty interesting study. One of the things they did is they had uh, people put on like noise canceling headphones and sing karaoke so they couldn't hear their own you know they couldn't hear their own voice so they couldn't hear like their pitch or anything like that and then they played it to them afterwards and they realized how bad they sounded almost every single person that had emotional problems like on the scale that they believe would affect insomnia showed that they were having an insomniac type sleep under MRI scans. As someone that used to be an insomniac, not as much anymore, but it comes back in bouts. But um, it used to be really bad in, I'd say, from when I was like 13 to when I was 19. And I can't say I have done some very embarrassing things that I do think about quite often that could have contributed to it. So I guess the uh, research does cut out. But I always, like, something... I don't know, I read this article, and it. I always thought this was like a common knowledge thing, but I guess I guess not so much. Well, I mean, the key part is, is that it's like a problem with the actual neurons, so to speak. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of like, it, it's more or less a step in the right direction to helping people that suffer from insomnia. I don't know. It's kind of like more or less a food for thought type of thing. Yeah. But, um... Another last thing before we get more into some like pop culture things. So I was reading an article from SciPost. They're saying parents are more uncomfortable with gender non-conforming behavior in boys than with girls. And I, f- I feel like that's kind of like an obvious thing. Like it's not a good thing, but it's definitely, uh, I feel like like in the back of our minds, even people that think they're more uh what's the word progressional yeah with uh the times <laughs> no i get that i i mean yeah that makes a lot of sense uh i know a lot of people like i feel like it's easier if you're a female to be like more creative with who you are than if you're a guy because it's not really i don't want to say look down upon but you 
If you're a dude with, like, blue hair, you're going to be looked at a little more differently than, well, say, female that, blue hair. That's kind of the thing. That's why I thought this study was a little, I don't want to say biased, but the numbers aren't really right. Because, think about it, what's gender non-conforming for females? Like, I don't know, playing po- sports past college? Like, because, like, mo- mo- a lot like the feminine things, like the gender-specific things for girls... Or, uh, like, makeup or whatever. Like, if a girl doesn't use makeup, it's, like, whatever. She's not using makeup. But if a guy were to use makeup or, like you said, dye his hair a different color, it's uh, it's going to be a spectacle to to the extent. You know what I mean? So I feel like they're, like, some of the things that they looked at and asked parents if they would be okay with is just because, like, it's not like it's the norm, I guess, for for a guy to wear makeup because it's always been like categorized as this like female advertised product, you know? Yeah. I also think it depends on who the parents are that you uh, get your numbers from. Well, that's the thing. They asked, you know, very progressive mothers and fathers and some non-progressive mothers and fathers okay. and then some uh, some far-leaning mothers and fathers lean, leaning towards the conservative part of it yeah and it's just like it's not necessarily like that they had a problem with it it's just they'd be more uncomfortable when like dealing with it i guess because you know like i said like if your daughter it's kind of like our boy scout discussion like if um like if your daughter wants to play sports find her a league that will take her and then she's playing a sport but it's like you can be cool as a mom or a dad and say all right son let's go get but you wouldn't necessarily know how to start unless i guess you're a mother really so I can see why some fathers would be like, yeah, that's a little uncomfortable, just because it'd be, like, out of their area, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with any kid wanting to do what they want. I don't... Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, like, for our like Girl Scout, Boy Scout debate, you can get a best of both worlds scenario for the mm. people that are on board with best of both worlds, but then I guess it takes away from both. I don't know. It's a It's a tricky topic to navigate. I feel like anything mm. that has to do with like sexual orientation or gender is a very like touchy subject. So it always just comes down to do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Mm. That's definitely true. I mean, I feel like it also comes down to like the way our society views like decisions. So like a lot of times, like say if a girl's like a CEO or, uh, or they choose not to wear makeup, like do that old natural look, or they decide to cut their hair short. They usually, from a more social point, like, like, they have more backup, I guess, from, like, from their own community, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, if one of my friends, you know, I just started random wearing, like, makeup randomly, I would be like, well, that's pretty, pretty, pretty weird. Like, I, I, like, I'm saying, like, if a girl were to do some certain quote gender non gender non-conforming things like they it can be spun very easily for it being a positive showing that they're strong they're making a good decision they're showing that they don't care how they look or they don't care for the validation or like you get what i mean yeah no i definitely say it's harder for i don't not harder it's just but... harder to put like a more like instant positive spin on it i guess for the for the negative side yeah I also feel like, like it's harder to jump on the train yeah i don't want to say that there's such like an image that has to be withheld for men but i feel like it's hard for 
Um, I mean, I don't know. statistically, there definitely is, you know, uh, a you know gender norms for men that they have to fulfill. Like we talk about it in like my psych class all the time. It's just, I mean, yeah, it it's just more guys are just okay with them than anything. Yeah. Well, it's I have a scenario. Um, when I used to live at home, there was a couple down the road where it was um, the female of the household did all like the yard work and like the hard labor stuff. And then the man of the household did all like the cooking and cleaning. And I remember every time, yeah, but every time like my dad would drive by, he would just kind of be like, well, that's odd. Normally it's the other way around. That's also because my dad's Mm. like 50. So, I mean, I would, I would kind of think that's odd as well. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to make the case with like things that are physical just because like, and like from a pure biological standpoint, standpoint you know females are gonna have a harder time adjusting or building up the muscle required for labor than men so yeah i'm not saying they have they don't have the ability to it's just you know usually the guy is just more readily physically able yeah i mean i think it just comes down to the norm is the norm and some people don't want to stray away from that or people are scared to change in society that's okay. Well, that's kind of why I found like this study so interesting because it, like, it didn't really focus on the the are you okay with your boy doing this stuff. It's more like how do you feel if your boy were to do this stuff type of, or if your girl decides to do this stuff. It focused a lot on boys, really though, yeah. just non conforming and for boys. Yeah, I don't know. But I guess that's just because that's like. Like, I mean, if a girl's got short hair, everyone's gonna be like, oh, she's got short hair. She's sport in that style. But like, like you said, like blue hair on a guy that catches glances. Yeah. Just because it's different from the norm. If I want to dye my hair and grow it out into down to my butt. I'm Did you already do, do that? I want to. I want to grow up my hair real bad, but I never commit to it. See, I feel like you would say that, but you would get almost to the point where it's probably like at your shoulders and you'd wake up one morning and be like, wow, I'm going to have to comb my hair for 40 minutes and flat iron it and whatever. Otherwise, it's just sticking straight up. I got to put my hair in the panini press if I really want to yeah, keep it exactly. down. And you're no. just going to be like, fuck it, get a haircut after Well, that, that's my thing. I always fluctuate from I want to be able to have long hair and put in like a nice lazy bun. And then I'm also like, God, I wish I, I was bald. bald. Yeah. <laughs> there, yep. There's no in between. And that's fine. Yeah, I can man, live with that. I've honestly, I hate my hair, but I know if I were to go very short, I would look so bizarre. I think you, I think you'd be fine if you have the beard. Uh, okay. Yeah, thank you. I mean, because that's completely, I completely disagree with that. But thank you. Mm. It, I think it's just because, like, I like what my hair could look like when it's longer it's more or less it's just it's more one one out of the seven days of the week that i'm actively trying to get to look good doesn't look good so it's kind of like a very uh sweet and sour relationship hey man i feel that um, and then uh to segue into some non-spoilery stuff before we get into the spoiler stuff but still kind of on topic so i i found this out actually recently Back in 1998, you guys might know that Sony is who holds the rights to Spider-Man, not Marvel. I guess now it would be uh, Disney, right? So 
anyways, so Sony held the rights to Spider-Man specifically. They had an opportunity back in 1998 to purchase him, and I think they did for $7 million, the rights to his character. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't know is that Sony actually was also offered the whole plethora of characters like Iron Man, Thor, Black Panther, Ant-Man, all of it for 25 million. Wow. And they responded with, here's a quote. Nobody gives a shit about any other Marvel characters. Go back and do a deal for only Spider-Man. Hmm. Hmm. Do you want to do you want to just segue already or well, well <laughs> this is kind of more interesting on the topic. Do you happen to know how much Marvel sold or how much Marvel was bought for by Disney? Enlighten me cuz I know it but 4 billion dollars. Yeah. Um here I'm going to I'm going to bust out the calculator. I'm going to crunch the numbers. Um now uh 25 25 million four billion uh one's winning one's not to to be fair you know you also can't just go into the assumption that you know the all the marvel movies we've had leading up to endgame over the years would have been and as good as they were say sony did buy all the rights so you know there's not a guarantee there but they did clearly miss out on a threshold of i guess rights and materials to characters that obviously made a lot of money yeah but also for being 1998 there's no way anybody could have predicted that um the mcu would pop off as much as it did so i mean back then the comic industry was still going strong so i mean it's just you know it's more or less that they like genuinely nobody gives a shit about any other marvel characters Go back and make a deal only for Spider-Man. Like that—that's well, that, crazy to me that they like literally did, they didn't even want like Thor. They didn't want Iron Man. Like well, those were pretty popular back then. Eh, not as popular as you'd think. Dan, you—you you, you were negative years old then. I know, but I've done research on it. And the comics weren't really that popular. But the whole Marvel universe, I mean, come on. Well, yeah, I understand, but you got to think uh in 1998 taking a gamble of 25 million or how much were they was it 25 million for everything? Or did they just spend yeah, 25 25 yeah. mil 25 mil for everything, 7 mil just for Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, you got to think that's that's a commitment and also if they thought that Spider-Man was just the only thing that was going to pop off, then they were right in that at least. But I don't think there's no way any in any way that they could have predicted it would have became as big as it did. I mean, so, exactly. That that's what I was trying to say as well. Like you, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. You have to give them some kind of credit. Like you know, obviously they couldn't foresee that, but it's still just funny to think like that. They were essentially sitting right on top of a deal that was well within their means to get. Yeah. Well either funny or tragic i'd say oh well yeah well yeah they missed out on billions so it's uh you know 
sometimes you take the gamble, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you land on the red, sometimes you don't. Mm, that's true. That's definitely true. But I would say that that segues into what we're all really here for. <laughs> the big kahuna. We're going to... We're so- gonna- we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk we're gonna talk a little bit about end game we're gonna talk a little bit about last episode of game of thrones um we're gonna do a little bit of non-spoiler so we're not in spoiler territory yet don't worry um but bobby how'd you like it okay how did i like it well i'm gonna go out and say next to the 2009 avatar with the blue people it is probably my best theater watching experience. Mm. Now, um, I'm specifically saying that because, like, uh, if you look at it from different ways, I'm sure there's movies that are better than Endgame. Oh, but yeah. I think it's the best movie I have ever seen in theaters altogether. I would maybe agree. I would say it's definitely up there. I would say that it was an incredible conclusion to the series. I don't think they could have really done it any better. I think mm-hmm. it I think it finished perfectly. I would say it it made like the amount of uh time you put in to watch all the movies it definitely made it all worth it cuz the payoff mm-hmm. was just so worth it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Like I I definitely want to go see it again cuz on first viewing like there was some like very few things that I thought, well, why didn't they just do this? Or why didn't this happen? But it wasn't like, it didn't take away from the viewing experience at all. And there was a couple scenes in the movie that were just so good. Oh, like, visu- so visually appealing. I completely agree with you. Like, on it, like, even to the person that's like not into like sci fi movies or anything that has a lot of special effects, mm-hmm. like, they would think, wow, that looks freaking cool. Yeah, I mean, like, the whole thing that Thanos and Hulk are just CGI characters, and they still manage to work so well. Like, Thanos as a character is so impressive to me. It's just all CGI, and Mm -hmm. he works so well, it's crazy. Well, I mean, granted, it is mocap as well. Yeah, but still. So Josh Brolin did a good job on managing the expressions to the best he could, but I, but still, that the fact that the software made that look like that, you know, yeah. is insane. Um, would what would you what would like would you say what would you say it's as good or better than like because so I said Avatar because I, like you know I I, I I think that movie's fantastic. I really can't compare it to anything as a thing though. Because I can't view it as its own movie. I'm viewing it as, like, the final piece of a puzzle, you know? Uh, I can't view it as, like, a, would, a standalone I, movie is my issue. I mean, I would more or less say every Marvel movie leading up to Infinity War was pieces to the puzzle. Infinity War was the last piece, and then Endgame was more or less the picture on the puzzle. Because, like... You won't really get Endgame much if you didn't see any other movie. But, yeah, but you would still enjoy it, I feel like, to an extent. But I feel like just rating it based off the puzzle is... Or, I mean, like, every... Rating it 
in turn with everything leading up to it, it's kind of weird. I think it's you have to see at least Infinity War if you want to understand Endgame. Like, oh, just yeah, picture, yeah. like, no one understands anything about the movie. You couldn't really go see it and understand what's okay, really yeah. going on. I mean, that's true, but... I don't know. I, I guess I see like every movie differently because I mean, hell, if we just if if we were looking at every movie and rating that just all together, Iron Man three, in my opinion, and Iron Man two, and Thor two, bad, real fucking bad, oh, horrible movie. Yeah, I'm not. I think that would tank it, tank it down. Like, yeah, I'm, it, I'm if not. It was like a nine before or a ten before, four or less, hands yeah, down. I'm not viewing it as it has to be. You have to watch every movie before that like i'm saying it it is a package deal but i can't view it as like it's just its own standalone movie okay i guess that because it's kind of unfair to do that really yeah it i'm not it doesn't take away from the movie at all it's still an incredible yeah, no. movie but you're 100 percent right because i wasn't really thinking like the whole hype for endgame why it was such like a drastic like thing on the line is because we knew exactly what was on the line yeah we knew like this is the end of the arc. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying new stuff after, which I don't. We've talked about it before. I don't know how much I'll invest into it. I'll watch movies here and there, but when yeah, they when they start introducing, I'll make it a point. Yeah, I don't think I'll make it a point to go see. Yeah, when they start introducing new characters, it just kind of tunes me out. I, um, I agree with you. You wanna? I feel like it's hard to talk about the movie without talking spoilers, though. You, All right, let's, ladies, let's, let's ladies, do it. ladies and gentlemen, we are entering Endgame spoiler territory. Um, you have been warned, and in, any further on, um, there will be spoilers. I will put in the description when we end spoilers, so that you can tune back in after. Uh, spoiling in three, two, one, spoiler zone. Um, Tony Stark dies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tony's dead. Oh, I'm glad you said like the biggest, like, a few, like probably arguably the top five biggest spoiler. Probably. Yeah, yeah we're gonna work our way down. We're going from the biggest to eh, kinda. Um, not a, not as can't freaking believe it. Not as many deaths as I thought there'd be. I'm glad Captain die. He just grew old. Well, and I'm gonna put the sound. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to the previous episode and find the sound clip where I called the ending, and I'm slapping it in here. Oh no! In the trailer, he's um he flicks open his pocket watch and he's got a picture of um I forget her name. Uh, but it was Carol. Like, yes, Carol. Yeah. Yeah, like person he loved back then. It's Captain America. Yep. Yeah. Carol. So I'm thinking they're going back in time because they're trying to revert it, right? Mm. And um, I don't know. I think he just carries that. No, I know. I'm saying, I'm not saying, like, that's how they go back in time. I'm saying, like, he carries that, and I'm thinking, like, in the trailer, he's supposed to signify that, like, um, eventually, since Chris Evans, con he's, like, done after this, apparently. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking he's gonna go back in time to that time, and he's gonna, like, see her, and they're gonna be like, come on, Cap, we gotta go back to the present. He's like, this is where I belong. Oh, or he's gonna say, this is where I belong. You think they would do some, like, bullshit drama like that? I, th I know they will. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting a 100% stamp guarantee on that shit. All right, save the date. We got a 
five-ish months until we find yeah. out. And at least it'll be recorded, so if I said it, I'll say I told you so after we go and watch it. Most definitely, but if but if you're wrong, I probably won't remember to cite this unless you bring it up again. You're right. I think it'll be cute, though. Like, if they did that, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, okay. Because, like, I'd rather them do that than him just get, like, killed. Okay, yes, that. Wait, I was right? No, you told me that you tell me that you told, or that I told you so. Because you said there's no way they can go back and they can do time travel and it wouldn't be bad, essentially. Well, I'll, I'll slap that okay. clip in here too. So okay, I do remember that. But if you do, if since we are talking on spoilers now, I actually do want to talk about it because we haven't been able to with Ben in the channel. One of our friends hasn't seen the movie yet. Mm-hmm. I think how they did time travel is exactly how I thought they would using the quantum realm. And that was the best case scenario. I still thought it was bad because they made the shtick with it, like the limiting factor. Ant-Man's like little crystal things that made like, like I only have a limited amount of these, so we only get one shot. You know what I mean? Like the limiter that was put on it, I thought was so stupid. And everyone just accepted that, which is fine. It's just like thinking back on it, I thought was just dumb. I, yeah, I'm somewhat in that boat. I also feel like it just kind of need there need to be some stakes instead of like, oh, we messed up going back in time. Might as well just do it again. Well, okay. which which they did, but they just went further back in time to get more. Well, okay. So the thing is, is Tony Stark had no clue what was going on with the time travel. Until he figured it out, right? Mm-hmm. How did he calculate for Ant-Man's thing? If he didn't have time... Because that's obviously complicated science. Dude, he's Tony Stark. But still. So if he didn't, like, calculate... Like, why... why I still don't... I just don't like the heat... Like, his... Whatever the hell particles... Were, uh... The limiting factor. I, I just thought, like, that in itself was dumb. But yes, you were right. Thank you. Time travel wasn't dumb, and you called Cap going back in time and staying. I, dude, I that last God. scene made me so happy. Where it's him and um Peggy dancing. Oh, it was so cute. Carol, Carol, Carol. No, it's Peggy. Is it? Is it's it? Peggy? Pe- it's Peggy. I think I'll believe you, because you know what? Because I think Carol's a character in freaking that god awful Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. Probably. You did this to me last time. I said Peggy, and you said Carol, and I went with Carol, and then I looked up after, and it was Peggy. I feel like I just didn't want to believe that that per like I heard the name Peggy in the movie and didn't like at least think that was weird. Yeah, well, it was pretty normal for back then, I'd assume. But yeah, any- but still, like I I hear the name Peggy, and I'm like, God, who would name their kid Peggy? No offense if you're called Peggy out there, it's a name that like has never fallen on my ears before. Hmm. Also, the the scene where uh Cap Cap could like pick up the hammer. I thought that was really fucking oh, cool. I okay, thought like where he's cool. be- where he's beating up Thanos with it. I thought that shit was so cool. It was so freaking cool when like he just stuck the hand out and it flew in. Thor's like, I knew it. Well, yeah, I was it's like, actually, uh, it's a callback to Avengers: Days of Ultron where they were all like drunk and like chilling out. Yeah, they're like, testing who was worthy. Yeah. 
who was worthy. No one could pick it up, but it moved a little bit for him. Yeah. I mean, that was another thing about the movie is they did the fan service, like, from other movies really well. Like, mm-hmm. all the I co- felt like they didn't give, uh, they, like, they gave every, like, new movie, like, its spotlight a little bit, but I felt like there, I wish there was a lot more of the new movies, but I understand them having to show the cast that was ending. Well, I think, I think they did an okay job. No, I think, no, I'd say they did a good job at giving everyone at least some screen time. I would say, you also got to think, like, it was essentially the end of Tony's arc, like, Tony and Cap's arc, so it's definitely about the people that are around him. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any point in giving, like, Doctor Strange more screen time when another Doctor Strange is coming out, like, next year. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like okay with it. It's just I think some of the newer characters are so cool. I would love to have saw them more in the movie. Yeah. Um, but that would be a perfect world. That'd make the movie four hours. But actually, can we talk? Can we talk about like the tier seven or eight spoiler? Yeah. Being uh, Thor's now in Guardians of the Galaxy. I do like that. I'm glad. I, does that mean we're seeing Thor in Guardians of the Galaxy three? Well, yeah. No, he's definitely in it. But I think he's gonna be done soon also i like that thor is fat now so that he kind of fits the uh the group better the galaxy exactly yeah that was good um i was really upset that black widow died um how she died was absolutely brutal i feel like there was she was done i also really liked her hair where it was like red and blonde yeah that was was like i I wasn't very fan of the platinum for some reason yeah but um I just, I didn't understand fucking, um... So, the whole scene is, like, her and Barton, or Hawkeye, are, like, fighting to essentially kill themselves, because if you remember how Thanos got the Soul Stone, they had to do the same thing for that time travel plot. I'm not gonna explain why that's relevant, because honestly, just go see the movie if you haven't already, but if you have seen the movie, then... I just, I, I I don't understand why, um, like, Hawkeye, like... There need to be action in the beginning of the movie. That's why they kind of put his, like, I'm killing everyone scene. But he just, like, he just murdered a fuck ton of people. And then everyone was just like, yeah, okay. Okay, so with that in mind, what I think probably was the thing is they made him go on that killing spree. So at the Soulstone scene, she'd be like, okay, and let him kill himself. But they're like, but you know what would be a real tearjerker? If we made Scarlet, or I mean, if we made, uh, yeah, Scarlet Johansson kill herself instead. Yeah. Because then it kind of makes sense if you think about it like that. But I just, that was like a very like heart-wrenching scene overall. Like I didn't cry, I didn't feel close to crying there like I did in some other scenes. But like my heart just hurt for that scene. Yeah. I don't think there was any point in the movie where I was like, ever really wanted to cry but there was parts where i wanted to just like i was very giddy about it you know what i mean the beginning made me cry a little bit not gonna lie to you i think the that was my only gripe of the movie is i think the beginning just took too long i i feel it went by pretty quick for three hours but if they shortened to like two and a half i think it'd have been better Eh, i mean i kind of like you said it's like the just end of the whole saga so i'm kind of happy that they yeah, no. You don't really put it into it. It's just like minor complaints. I, as a whole, the thing is still great. Also, the part where um, Fortnite reference though sucked. Uh, I was whatever with it. I was just like, okay, cool. But um, the part where 
Thanos has got his army, they're coming in, and then Cap is standing solo, and then everyone like comes in through the strange portals. Yeah. That was great. Oh, that, that was, was actually an insane scene. Another thing that okay, so on that note, like when they were coming through the portals, I was like clapping like an absolute idiot in my chair. Like mm-hmm. like giddy clapping. Excuse me one second, I have to sneeze. Bless you. My mic there. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, my nose is all stuffy now. What was I saying? So, oh yeah, so when they were coming through the strange portals, I kind of wondered, like, what was the, uh, the, uh, like, who, how that location got chose, like, if there was a lore reason for that, because if they were essentially just opening portals to the battlefield from, you know, where they all were, and no one was there before to open the portals, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, it was... So, like, they didn't open from the side that Thanos was on. They opened from the other side, is what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah. I'm wondering, like, from a tactical standpoint, wouldn't it have been smarter to teleport everyone behind his army? Well, you don't really have, like, a a pincer maneuver when you got, like, five people and then you got an army on the other side. Well, no, they had a lot with the Wakandans. Like, I'm sure well, they could no, no, have, no. Like, set up a better formation for dealing with a horde than what they were, is all I'm trying to say. Like, it's not. It's definitely not, like, a gripe with the movie. I was going to say. Like, <laughs> thing, like it it's definitely doesn't, like, change my, like, opinion of it at all. It's just, like, since I'm, like, feeling a little nitpicky, like, I just think, like, their formation probably wasn't that smart in general. Yeah. Nah. To be honest, oh. don't care. <laughs> like, okay. I don't care, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, I, get, what, I said, get what you're saying. Like, your thing when you first watched it was, like, you're thinking, why didn't they do this? I think the biggest why didn't they do this is why didn't they just give the Infinity Gauntlet to someone that could fly in the first place to get the Soul Stones back? Oh, yeah, like, everyone's running around. I, I mean, I like that part where they were just kind of giving it to, like, all, all different characters were helping no, each other. They definitely did the best thing they could have done if they didn't just have someone fly it over. But I, I just felt like that was, like, a little, like... Like, if they really wanted to get it there fast, like... Like, definitely they could have thought of that in the moment. It wasn't one of those things where you could argue, like... Yeah, but in the moment, did they really think about that? Like, I, I'm sure, like, Spider-Man or whoever... Who grabbed it first? Was it Spider-Man? I think it was, Sp- uh, I think it was Spider-Man and then... Uh... T'Challa was like, give it to me, and then he started like thunder pounding the ground and shit. Yeah. Like, I I feel like Spider-Man could have pulled himself back into the Avengers, like, front line, the Wakandan line, and just chilled until someone like Captain Marvel or even Iron Man himself or even his girlfriend with her suit or somebody just flew it over there. Thor! Thor moves hella fast with his hammer. Uh, He's fat in that movie. I don't think he moves that fast. Okay, fair. But Very fair. And Very also, fair. I mean, like, granted, like, something like that would just take away from the movie entirely. <laughs> but I do get what you're saying. I'm entirely Like, that's board. what I'm saying. Like, the, the whole, why didn't they do this? Like, that was the biggest one for me. Yeah. Um, my other thing, I'm glad Captain Marvel still wasn't... She's she's OP, but she's not, like, she wasn't god-tier OP. Yeah. Well, like, she... Well, I think she is, but she they flew- just didn't... Yeah. Well, yeah, like, she flew through the ship, she blew up the cannons, but, like, she still could beat Thanos. I feel like she very well could if he didn't have the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, he didn't at the time. 
Well, that's the thing. He just he was, threw her off, and then he picked it back up. Like, for well, some reason, when he threw her off, like, she just got knocked out. Either know, like, she can get hit in the head by a brick. Like, a fucking him hitting her in the head, and she doesn't even move. Well, no, her she was, like, holding his hand so he couldn't snap. Yeah, but remember when they were, like, fist boxing before? Yeah. And, like, she was, like, kind of beating him, then, like, she, uh, she, she got, like, thrown or something? Mm-hmm. Like, she just didn't get back up after that for a, for a long time. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering, like, how far she was thrown or just, like, how staggered was she for, like... Because it didn't seem, like, that hard of a throw. Maybe and she's she tired. like she's durable. And, like, exactly. Like, I just don't know where the hell she went. Like, I thought, like, she just magically disappeared for however long it took for her to come back in. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, I kind of thought, like... I, I actively thought that was a little weird, but it still was awesome because, you know, that meant exactly what happened happened with Tony snapping. Yeah. Um, I think the final thing I want to touch on just quickly is the the scene where it was all the female characters and they're... Um, Spider-Man was like, who's going to help me? And they're like, we got you. I really wish, like, Holla Batgirl started playing. <laughs> or, or like, we run the world. Yeah, the Beyonce... Yeah, that would have been fucking great. That scene was cool, though. I like that. I thought it was a little weird at first until I realized what they were doing. Yeah. Because I was like... I'm like, oh, but... Like, because I saw the Wakandan woman, and I'm like, oh, but she, she, she just doesn't have superpowers, though. Like... She can so stab. Like, well, exactly. She can. But I was just like, I feel like that's not the best, like, don't worry, we got Autumn Force. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Like, when the uh, when I realized finally that it was, like, supposed to be the specifically the girl squad, I was like, oh, bet. Yeah. <laughs> like, because uh, when I first saw the first, like, three, I'm like, that wasn't, that wouldn't really be my S tier class, uh, like, escort choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, we're good now. But Yeah, exactly. That's Endgame. Um, Endgame ends. We got Tony's, where everyone's at Tony's funeral, and then Cap goes back in time, and he puts the stones back. But I like it because he looked at Bucky, and Bucky was like, like, goodbye, friend, because he knew, like, mm. that he was going back and he was doing his due. But I don't know how he ended up on the bench, first off. Like, how old Steve Rogers just casually ends up on a bench, like, 20 feet away. So for whatever reason his for his future self was just sitting there on that specific day at that certain time oh i don't know well, that's the thing. but then like it's it's kind of hard to think about because you're right like i feel like that's not very well ex- explainable yeah i mean i'm just i'm just gonna be like whatever i'll let yeah. it slide but then he passes off being captain america to i always forget nightwing right night uh, hawk wing um the hawk not hawk Hawkwing, the the dude who's like the a falcon kind of guy falcon that's it is that's it falcon it's falcon i don't remember it's, but uh, anthony he, mackie is, yeah. is, is the actor's name yep but he is like you're gonna be Ar- or not iron man sorry captain america and he's like do i deserve it and he's like yeah and then it fades out and now we're back in the past and Steve is dancing in his li- living room with Peggy to some nice jazz, and then the screen goes black. Oh, it was good. I wish it didn't end there, honestly. Well, where would you rather have ended? I think it tied up everything perfectly. Uh, kind of. I, I kind of want more like uh, 
like uh, what's what everyone does a little bit afterwards. Like I want to know more about that a little bit. I imagine we'll see more when movies start coming out, but I think it's. Well, it's more or less. I just hope like they would actually talk about Scarlet, like what happened with uh, not Scarlet Witch, Black Widow. I guess. Well, she's just dead. Oh, well, like yeah, like her been, past. Well, no, like Tony got his funeral, but like no one really had time to really mourn Black Widow. You know. Well, it's not like they could have had a proper funeral for her. She's they traded her life for the Soul Stone, so I guess they kind of acknowledged her as like that was her sacrifice for her, and we. We'll carry yeah, but on. no one had time to mention it in the first place. Besides, when he first got back, and he's like, "She didn't make it." Yeah, well, Hulk threw a bench. Okay, yeah, I guess. But, uh, yeah, you're no, you're not wrong. I guess. Yeah, but but um, Game of Thrones battle Winterfell. We don't have to talk as much on this just because it was one episode. Oh, but actually, so are we gonna have to do like a thing where we cut back to normal because theoretically people that didn't want infinity spoilers don't care about game of thrones spoilers so we don't want them just to think that the whole thing is right well yeah i was gonna put times in the bottom um exiting endgame uh spoilers now 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 the next big event is game of thrones battle of winterfell which we will be going into spoilers pretty much right away for so if you don't care about those feel free to stay and listen or if you've seen it, definitely stay and listen because we'd love for you guys to put something down in the comments what you thought about it. And if not, like Dan said, he'll put something in the description to let you know when that's ending. And as always, he'll have some form of transition. Entering Game of Thrones spoilers. Three, two, one. Entering. Bullshit, I'm calling bullshit. I'm from New York where they push it and keep it pushing. My teacher bet I'd be a hood, I might bet I would. And I saw a way out and I took it. They overlooked me. I caught them looking. Um, it was kind of dark. Um, I don't know if you saw, but the cinematographer for the episode didn't said that the episode wasn't too dark, but that people needed to just turn up the brightness on their TVs. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, actually, I was, uh, I was reading something similar, and what it was, someone was saying is it made sense because on their OLED TV, which is a special type of screen that shows like true blacks, he said it like they were people on OLED screens were saying it didn't look bad at all. The problem is, is people's native TV settings aren't designed to show that many different shades of black. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, because it was a white scale thing. And just the fact that it was the darkness of night that was having a moon obscuring it, like that specific color palette, just unless you had an OLED TV, you had to really actually kind of change your TV settings for, which I'm sure they didn't really account for. Mm. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, my, it was a good episode, but I did, along with a lot of people, have had a lot of issues with it. Um, my first one is. Why are you sending the Dar- the Darth Rackies first? And why are you sending so little when you know that there's way too many motherfuckers out there for that to be, like, a good idea, you know? Well, actually, from, from like, a battle standpoint, I mean, they shouldn't have charged because I feel like they should have known that the Night King's army would have been bigger, like you said. But I'm pretty sure Calvary is just, like, what goes in first in, like, a medieval-type battle setting. Yeah. I mean... I liked the part where they all got their swords lit, and then as they all started dying, the swords kind of like started fading out. That was a cool scene. It was very like, oh fuck, <laughs> kind of oh, deal. Oh god, 
Oh, but you called it though. You, you we knew what was happening right away. Yeah, like but we we're like all those lights are going out. Yeah, my thing was like, why not? You know they're out there. Why not like fly over with the dragons and I don't know, like shoot some fire down, see if you can see a little things, because you know you can't see anything. It's because they were worried about. Remember when the Night King just speared Daenerys's dragon? Oh, that's true. You're right. And they didn't know what the other dragon was doing either. You're right. Well, I don't. I don't. Did they know that there was another dragon yet? Well, they had to because Tarmu and the Hound and the guy with the eye patch were on the wall when it was destroyed. Remember, like we didn't know if they died in the rubble or not. Yeah, it was just like it was never said that they knew. Well, that's the thing. They just kind of like like I imagine that was just taken into account and left at that. Yeah, I guess so. But because they definitely weren't surprised when they saw him flying on the dragon. Yeah, um, John and Daenerys for a good portion of that episode do literally nothing. They like fly over and burn, but and then they just kind of go away for a while, and then they run into the Night King on his dragon. I, I don't know. Some of it didn't make sense, and also, like the start of the battle is, um, I forget their names. They they don't have dicks. Unsullied. It's unsullied. Yeah. Well, they're standing there, and then like it's like a tidal wave of uh the walkers just overflow them but then you cut back and like they're actually fighting back and like none of them have died so i didn't understand how that worked uh i kind of like just chalk that up to like whatever because like you also you have to think like the uh like the undead are kind of pushovers oh that's yeah like yeah like, i guess so i'm that's... sure like every one of them could probably kill like 20 of them yeah it's like you know we saw mostly in the show like when people were dying it's because they were getting like stabbed in the back when they got surrounded and everything you know like they weren't really like losing losing i mean jorah cut down like 500 of them when he had like a stab wound in the chest that is true um also i would sam i wish sam died that that cry baby bitch like that fucker does nothing he got he, he shouldn't got have been on the battlefield in the first place, but he's just like, no, I'm going out. Yeah. I. Uh, who's the guy that died for him? I forget his name. Uh, s- not Pip. I don't actually remember. I don't remember either, but he died. And he, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like more people should have died, but I guess okay, like, so it's fine. Here's the thing that I, okay. So what I think is if people are unhappy with them being dealt, the Nightwalkers being dealt, white walkers being dealt with one episode is the thing is you have to think about they have never been it's never been confirmed if they were the true enemy of the show all that we know is that they're a supernatural enemy people chalked up their uh their like severity of them or how powerful they were just purely based off a description like john was scared and thought they were the true enemy rightfully because if they weren't dealt with they would have destroyed everything Mm. but you have to think like like they got like the least screen time leading up to it it's like you kind of knew they weren't going to be the like the big big baddie because game of thrones like george r R. martin's always said the most interesting things is people like conflicts between people yeah, I guess or, that's true. Or he, he, or he, he 
he quotes someone else that says a quote about that regardless like he like if you knew him as like a writer and we know the hbo uh, people aren't necessarily going fully off him you know he just he told her how he wants it to end right Mm -hmm. so like if you really took that into account like you didn't i didn't really think the white walker is going to be the big baddie for the whole show like i just knew that they had the potential to be if they weren't stopped yeah i just like i'm i'm with everyone i feel like the because they were built up like episode one of season one like they they've been hinted at throughout the show and they nothing has been explained about them and then they're just gone well the thing is like like it's it's like world building they were more relevant in like the prequel like the pre-shows that hbo is thinking of putting out like okay yeah well i guess if they do that then it'll make more sense but like as terms of right now it just like they're they're almost like a plot device you're 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 kind of still like the only like screen time they had was unless they were doing a complete plot pivotal point or if it was like a cliffhanger scene you know what i mean like there was no like casual scenes just for the white walkers everyone has casual scenes besides them yeah that's true you, you know so it like it's not like it's game of thrones and the night king wasn't joining the game he was just an enemy to the game yeah well i mean they wanted endless night or whatever yeah, I mean, but they he wasn't going for the Iron Throne. No. He was just going for... Well, technically, he's, yeah, he's going for a little world domination, but... Yeah, exactly. Like like th- but it wasn't for the throne. It was to kill all people, you know? Yeah. I mean, he didn't I want people to rule. Yeah, I don't think I mind Cersei being the ultimate baddie. I'm, I'm oh. A-okay with that. Also, like, on the point of, like, more people should have died, like, I kind of, like, felt like like there was a decent bit of plot armor. Like, there are some people on the front lines that probably should have died. <laughs> well, I... All right. Well, okay. like, um, they they set up the barrier, they light the barrier on fire, and then they start charging into the actual, like, Winterfell. And then mm-hmm. fucking Tormund, I Tormund, right? Tormu. Tormu, thank you, is... And all of them are just literally like five v a, th- a million, and then the little girl stabs a giant in the eye. Everyone's like, "She's a beast," and it's like, "Yeah, cool." Everything gets rezzed again. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then the only um, like, response I can think to that is though, like, because they aren't the big baddie, that's a lot of characters to kill off, and for three more episodes of material. Yeah. Like, well, I, maybe I, if only a few of them live for the ending of the show, but I feel like they, it would just be hard for the ending of the show to move on without a lot of characters. No, I get that. It just felt very, like, abrupt. It was definitely, like, a really good episode, and I really liked oh, it. Also, what do you think about Arya just jumping in and killing him? I need I need some sort of context with it. Like, well, I, I just hope Theon, they explain Theon it. Theon MVP, by the way. Uh, dude, Theon did not get enough credit. That man, okay, I will, my one gripe with that is, you know there's a million of those fuckers out there, and you run out of arrows, and you didn't bring, like, an actual sword with you or anything? Just the arrows? Uh, At least that's what it looked you, like. You know, I... Are you doing I honestly it? don't think they were expecting them to get that far. 
I I disagree because I mean Bran's got the master plan apparently. Who he needs to do something. I I get Bran is supposed to be like this. I see the future cosmic being, but like he's just getting memed out here. He's doing nothing, and he is just okay. Becoming I do a have meme. a response to that. I feel like like people are also putting like they're placing a bigger role than he has to fulfill on him just because they think what he is is cool. What the fuck else would he do? Then he's just the cripple person. Well, the three-eyed raven before essentially was just a guy that had a tree grow through him. Granted, he didn't want that tree to go through him, but all he did was just be there. Like, that's kind of the three-eyed raven's job, as is explained. Like, he's just the record of all humanity. Okay. That's all he is. Like, like for specifically for the show purpose, that really doesn't mean he has to be a quintessential character for Game of Thrones. Like, he very well could have a plot point, but I feel like he could. he's probably going to stay exactly how he is. I, I do, too. I'm just so sick of him just magically finding his wheelchair in perfect places because i don't know who is moving him or if he can move himself but it just is wheelchair accessible it 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 dead ass bothers me because like he's just oh all right well fuck that whatever um but yeah Arya jumping in and killing the night king what do you think of that 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 dagger drop sick nasty that was that was hype i was i was I was yelling. I was very hyped for that. That was so cool. But I don't I don't understand how she got by. And one theory is that like she was um like the one white walker that like turned around and blinked. Um people yeah. think that that was her. And that would make sense cuz it was I, already disproved because they released footage of it from a different angle. Okay. I just don't see how she or could... showed how it was filmed, rather. Yeah, I don't see how she could have just casually ran through and jumped in unless she was, like, in the tree already. So, I feel like it was, uh... I feel like she honestly could have just ran past. You think so? Because, like, she could have been, like, maybe up on the ramparts, but I think, she, like, it was, like, a split-second thing, like, because the White Walkers, I feel like, are cocky. Like, they thought they definitely won at that point. So they they probably didn't put any, like, magic or whatever into their ghoul things to make them, like, senti enough to even probably realize it, or something to that effect. Because you're right, like, if she did just run by, like, she probably would have gotten seen. But then again, she has that like faceless man shit. So who knows? Oh yeah, that, she that's just that's what I'm saying. Like unless she's like shadow clone jutsu teleport or whatever. Because like if she ran in, one of the six other White Walkers would have just yucked a spear through her back. Mm. I would imagine because they would have saw she, her. Uh, maybe there was a spot where she was just hiding. Because yeah, we obviously knew that she knew that that's where she had to be. Yeah, well that's why I'm like maybe she was in the tree but i don't know also one thing we didn't talk about um can we talk about john just either he gave up or he thought he could yell at the dragon and breathe fire at it uh i feel like that's all he thought he could have done yeah he could have threw the sword maybe well i mean yeah but he doesn't have a valerian steel blade after that if he misses I think it's pretty hard to miss. <laughs> that thing was I right mean, in his face. All I had to do was uh, 
drop 10 fucking yuck it. I mean, yeah, but we don't know. Like, he doesn't know if that would insta-kill or not. No, I know. I'm just trying to come up with scenarios on why maybe screaming at the dragon wasn't the best option. I mean, I'm sure, like, there was a great deal of frustration because he he does know Arya's going to be there. Like, in his mind, everyone's just going to get walked over, Bran killed, and everyone lost. True. Um, I'm a little little ticked off that... uh... Daenerys, Daenerys kind of like <laughs> the way she got brought down. Like she just landed the dragon for too long. Dude, can we can we talk about why she just landed the fucking dragon? And instead of like flying up to where yeah. there weren't a million things on there, she was like, "Oh, wait a minute, like, there's not she, enough yeah, on she, yet." Like she was just watching them until like she was watching them rise and res. All the way up until the point that they were on her before she even, like, pretty much reacted. Yeah. And then, tragically, King of the Friend Zone had to die. How the fuck did he even get out there? I don't know, man. I I just I just let it happen. Like, I have my questions, and I ask them, but then I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. I'll let it go. All right, everybody. After some brief periods of lag, that has been the Frying Pan Podcast, episode 26 right 26 yeah yeah i believe that's and thank you for listening as always we have social media you know this we are on instagram we're on twitter we're trying to be at the very least dan's doing a bang up job with the instagram sending some nice meme shit out there and if you are listening to us right now you are on either podbean spotify apple music or stitcher or youtube Thank you for that. We do appreciate it. If you could leave a like, a star rating, or a comment, anything helps. Oh, specifically a comment, too, because you can give some constructive criticism, and like we always say, we do this to get better, so anything really helps. And you can also send some any, send us over any business inquiries or comments or concerns, anything really, over to our email at inthepodcast at gmail.com. We'll get back to you shortly on there. And for the last time, folks, that has been the Frying Pan Podcast. I've been Robert D'Onofrio. Also Robert D'Onofrio here. And that's been our outro, folks. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your day. If you're listening to this in the future, thank you. If you're listening to us in the also future, thank you. To say the past. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the past, but that doesn't make sense. I guess if you listen to us as these come out, thank you. If you're just now catching up, Also, thank you. I'll see you in the next episode, folks. Bye-bye.